Hey, what's up? It's me, David, host of the First Four Years podcast. Carving out your own path as a creative professional or an entrepreneur is not just a simple to follow process. It's an unfolding journey of self-discovery, learning, and development. So think of this podcast as a journal of that process, what it's really like in the early phase of starting out and building your own path as a creative today. And if you're coming with me on that journey, let's take that next step forward. Welcome to the first four years. Okay, time to start the show. This is your host, David Cherry, and honestly, what I'm doing with this show is really just talking out the lessons and the things that I'm learning along the way of running a company in the world today. When I graduated college, I started my first business. Uh, It's a stock image resource, ironically called Death of the Stock Photo, but it's much more than that. It's a community of almost half a million email subscribers and we have premium members who support our company through their membership um, to the platform i get to work with artists from all around the globe and along the way i've found that one of the best things that you can do as somebody who's trying to make it on the creative path whether it's launching a blog whether it's starting a youtube channel um you really need that kind of consistent encouragement that a community brings. And to find people who are actually in it, who are on a similar path to you is so, so important. And so what I'm hoping I can be for you on this podcast is another part of that community. Yes, we're not talking face-to-face, but I'm going through similar fears, similar doubts, similar learnings, um, to what you're maybe experiencing. And so I hope I can just talk those out loud. And today's show is no different. I was pretty stuck, uh, let's say maybe a month or two months ago. And what I mean by stuck is I kept showing up to work and just sort of feeling uh, like nothing I was doing was really that interesting. Everything was kind of like blah. And it had been like that for a two about two weeks. And so I started trying to figure out what I could do to get myself past this roadblock that had popped up, which was me being creatively blocked, unable to produce anything that was that interesting. And during that process of analyzing what was kind of keeping me from doing my best work, I had two realizations that I want to share with you today. And maybe uh, there's something that you can do if you're in that space where for a week or two or even longer, you're just unable to do something. And, you know, I've even had this with writing. I kept a, a weekly blog for about three years and then for probably three months, I just couldn't write. Um, and, you know, I don't think writer's block is real, but I do think that we do things that that keep ourselves from being able to ship great work or be creative. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So, you know, two months ago, I'm feeling stuck, I'm feeling blocked up. And I start to look at what was happening. The first thing I noticed that was happening, and and maybe you'll relate if you're in this situation, is things that I was doing that previously were exciting started to become an obligation. So, if I give you the example of me writing for three years and then all of a sudden not being able to write, 
I think what started to happen is the stuff I was working on started to stop being something that I wanted to do that was my choice and started becoming an obligation. And so the week beforehand, I'd say to myself, oh man, I have to do a post on Wednesday because that's what this is about. I post every Wednesday. And I think slowly I started to dread the looming deadline that I needed to produce for. And I think a lot of people as creatives sort of know what this is like, where you have so much fun and joy on one hand when you're creating, but then suddenly when external pressures enter the picture, it becomes difficult to create. And I think that's also difficult for people who have turned their hobby into their business. They used to do something for fun. They used to do something because they loved it and they did it when they were inspired. And now all of a sudden, they have to be the on-demand creative. Their clients say, hey, uh, you're supposed to do photos for us today, so you need to produce today. And I think that's part of the thing that we can start to watch for with whatever our craft is. Are you starting to approach work that used to be something that was freeing and fun as something that now is more of an obligation? And so that was the first thing I started to notice was my work was starting to feel like an obligation. The second thing that I started to realize that was the thing that was blocking me up was not only was the work feeling like an obligation, but I was actually finding success. And I know that sounds like a funny reason to get blocked up, but honestly, once you start growing whatever it is that you're working on and more and more people are paying attention, there's an extra weight that gets added when you show up to the desk that is another obligation to perform because you know people are watching. Now, not only do you have to create but you, you're starting to think that you have to fill these other people's expectations. I hope this is good. I hope people like it. Uh, I need to make sure that this is done in the right way so that people still continue to enjoy my blog or my Instagram or whatever it is that you're actively building. And so the second kind of pressure that I think was coming into or coming in between, I guess, me and my work was the fear that starts to happen when more and more people are paying attention that makes you saw the edges off your work. It it keeps you from taking risks. And so I think what got me into this place of being stuck really comes down to one idea. And that's what I want to talk about today is the one thing that is potentially what's keeping you stuck. And I'll go back to the examples I gave, but Let's go through real quick some of the other things that we might do when we're in a stuck situation. This is kind of the, (laughs) I'm almost picturing ourselves being played in fast forward on videotape. All the silly things we might do that are superstitious that we think will get us unstuck. Maybe we run to the coffee shop because we think caffeine's gonna do it. Maybe we do a weird meditation. Maybe we take a walk around the block and listen to a podcast. And all of these things, all of these superstitions we might have that we think help us, they do they do help. You know, sometimes when I have a coffee, it does help me get started. Sometimes reading my favorite book does get me excited to write again. The problem is they're only a short-term fix. They're not something that is really the reason or the actual uh, underlying thing that is keeping you blocked up. And so 
just to kind of clarify, yes, those things can work for you, but let's talk about what the actual fire is, uh, not just what the, the smoke would be, as they say. So here's what I think is the real through line between uh, the two ideas I shared for what I, why I thought I was blocked up um, and what you can watch out for yourself. I think that both of the things that were creating this creative block for me was really about space. It was really about how much space I had between me and my work. And the first thing is space in my schedule. And so if you have a deadline every single week or every single day, you might start thinking to yourself that all of a sudden, all of your time is sucked up. You don't have time to just be inspired or just read or just try something out for the first time because you have all these looming deadlines. And when the space in your work and the the space between you and some deadlines really starts to fill up, that's what creates this intense pressure to uh, perform and that we have to create, therefore we don't want to create, and it's sort of this spiral that blocks us up. And so what I did to create some actual space in my schedule so that I could feel like, uh, like I'm not so attached to this thing, it's not so ever-present and looming so I couldn't relax and perform, was I actually gave myself three days off the next week. So I was starting to feel like my work was an obligation. I was starting to feel like I couldn't produce. I felt like I had to get stuff done this week. And so the way I released that um, from my own kind of uh, psyche, I guess, is I gave myself more time, more time to do something instead of the pressure to get it done today, get it done tomorrow. This is due by the end of the week. And this was actually some advice that a mentor gave to me. He said, you know what? Next week, three days out of the week, that time is totally yours. Block off three full days and say to yourself, I'm going to do whatever I want during that time. And so that's what I did. And I know that sounds really radical uh, to clear out that much time to just play around and, and try things. But here's why it worked. I set my schedule. I said, you know what? I actually have three days where I don't have to force myself to create things. And suddenly the day was mine. I could make whatever I wanted. And what was funny is as somebody who likes to do stuff like like you, I imagine if you're listening to this show, you're somebody who is a doer. You like to do things. The minute I had a full day where I didn't have to do any work, I immediately got really excited about different ideas for my business, for things I could write, for podcasts I could make, literally just giving myself that mental space saying, I don't, I have nothing to do for the, the next three days made me all of a sudden get really excited about a bunch of ideas because it became a choice. I wanted to do the work. I was inspired and excited by ideas. I wasn't being forced to hit a deadline or produce like I was telling myself I had to produce. So again, I think the through line is space. Step one was space in my schedule. I I had to create some type of open space so that I could just play around and be inspired again instead of filling it with more forced time to make things happen. Now, the second solution also has to deal with space. And remember, I was talking about what happens when you start to think, you know, what are people going to think about this? Is this going to be as good as the last one? Are they going to like what I'm making? And what I think you need is space between you and the success of your art. 
you need this space to say, I make what I make, and when I put it out into the world, people will either like it or they won't. But I can't hold on so tightly to this thing. I need some space between, I guess, even my own identity and the thing I'm working on. And so you need to create that type of space so that you're not uh, scared to take risks. You're not scared while you're making it. Are people going to like this? Is this going to be as good as the last one? What are people going to say? Because our best work happens when we're not just creating sequels, when we're not just showing up and doing the same thing we did yesterday. Our work in this modern digital age is about taking new risks and pushing the edge every time we show up. And so if you cling on, if you have no space between you and your th- the thing you're working on, and you think it has to go right every time, it has to deliver on somebody else's um, you know, values, it's going to be difficult for you to be inspired. And so my recommendation for you today, this week, if you're feeling blocked up, think about the role that space plays in you being inspired and showing up to do your best work. For me, blocking off some open time in my schedule, you know, three days is really radical. It doesn't need to be three full days. It could just be a few hours here and there to just be inspired, to just not feel that pressure. That's step one. Step two is changing your perspective so that you don't hold on so tightly to the outcome so that the thing being successful isn't so critical for your own identity. Creating some space there. Those are the two things that I think are going to create lasting um, creative ability. And that's what it's about. It's about the long run. It's about being somebody who can show up consistently day after day, month after month, year after year, pushing the envelope with your art. So today's episode is about creating space. Let me know if this is effective for you. Let me know if you have other ideas for what you do when you get creatively blocked up. I'd love to hear from you. Please subscribe uh, on iTunes or leave a review. That helps me out. It lets me know that you guys are enjoying the show. And as always, you know, hit me up if you, if you need anything. And I can't wait to keep sharing with you. Thanks again, and we'll chat soon. See ya.